Welcome to the Unseminary Podcast. Are you looking for practical ministry help to drive your ministry further, faster? Have a sinking feeling that your ministry training didn't prepare you for the real world? Hey, you're not alone. Join thousands of others in pursuit of stuff that we wish they had taught in seminary. Buckle up and let's get started with this week's Unseminary Podcast. Welcome to the Unseminary Podcast. My name is Rich, the host around these parts. I am so glad that you've decided to join us today. You're going to be in for a treat. We've got uh, Kevin Lloyd, who's the executive pastor at Stevens Church in Augusta, Georgia, uh, on with the call today. Just excited to have you, Kevin. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, man. I'm excited to be here, bro. It's going to be a good time. Nice. Why don't you tell us a little bit about Stevens Creek? If people were to show up this weekend, what would they experience? Give us a sense of the, the Stevens Creek story. Oh man, that's that's a good question. Well, this year is actually our 30th anniversary. So we're a 30-year-old church. Uh, I like to say we're one of those up-the-middle churches where we've we've grown strong, but we just grow consistently by running the ball up the middle. Uh, no long passes in our history. Mm-hmm. But um, we're a church that's all about connecting with people who are not used to church. So you're going to see things that that are familiar if you're familiar with the contemporary model. Mm-hmm. Uh, services about a you know 70 minutes, 60 minutes long, something in that that ballpark. Mm-hmm. Uh, messages that are really relational. Mm-hmm. And our our vibe is that people matter. We just mm-hmm. that's that's what we talk about a lot is that we're a, a church that's for our city and we're mm-hmm. for people. And so we're going to blend a lot of laughter, a lot of uh, moments where God can connect with people and they can connect with him. Mm -hmm. And we just want to make sure that we use those tools to introduce the gospel to people who may be, you know, uh, irreligious in some way. They're disconnected from church or they've never connected with church. And honestly, in the South, most people are not unchurched. Mm. They're Mm. de-churched. So. So a lot of times we're breaking down those barriers. Mm-hmm. And so a Sunday is going to look that way. But but the church started, again, about 30 years ago. We, mm-hmm. we tell the story that it started in a bar living room with 24 people. Mm-hmm. And it's grown to two campuses with 2,500 people. That's amazing. So, uh, so it's been a really good story and, and a church of health. Mm, very cool. Well, I know a part of being a healthy church is obviously developing leaders. You and I talked a little bit about beforehand that, you know, kind of the way you're developing leaders. I'd love to dig in a little bit about that. Could you give us a sense of how people get plugged in to lead at your church, to be a part of, you know, really what it means to, to connect, to be a part of the kind of leadership? Sure. Well, what we've done is we've built a, a system mm-hmm. that that marries discipleship and leadership. We mm-hmm. feel like those two things are too often, you know, separated. Mm-hmm. And because they're separated, we make it difficult for people to get both discipled mm-hmm. and to develop as mm-hmm. leaders. Mm-hmm. And so we created a, a quick and easy on-ramp for people to connect that mm-hmm. is actually the first step in our leadership pipeline. We mm-hmm. didn't want to make connecting separate from that, that you've got to jump on board. So the, the, the in a nutshell, uh, we have a class that happens every other Sunday, hmm. uh, and it happens on rhythm. We, we talk about it all the time. It's the only way to get connected at Stevens Creek Church. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to get in a small group, if you're going to get on a, a serving team, in any manner, you're going to mm-hmm. get connected. You have to attend that class. Uh, what's, what, what's that class called? It's called the next step class. I can, so it's very clear. <laughs> yeah, it's clear, and and we use that language. So yep. one of our uh, driving statements is we're always asking the question, "What's your next step?" Mm-hmm. Or we're saying to people, "Here's your next step." Mm-hmm. So again, it's the the first step on the leadership pipeline, the first step to getting connected. It's not like a new language people have to learn. Mm-hmm. If they sit in our seats for any length of time, they're going to hear that question, and it's just going to become normal for them. Mm-hmm. So they connect in that class, and then it connects them to 
either and or both a small group and a serving team. Okay, let's talk a little bit about just before we jump too far farther down. So um, the thing just to underline for unseminary listeners, so many churches that we're interacting with, if you've been listening to the podcast for any uh, while, when we're talking to fast growing churches, churches that are making an impact in their community, prevailing churches, they have a similar experience like your Next Steps class. They have yeah. a regular, um, it's not once every six months, it's not once a year, it's like once a month, every week, you know, every other week, that sort of thing. How do you keep it fresh? To, because the, the, the criticism I've heard on the other side is, okay, they're always talking about the Next Steps class, like, or it's from yeah. your own team being like, I just yeah. don't want to talk about Next Steps anymore. Like, come on, people, <laughs> right. don't they know about it already? How do you right. keep it fresh? Well, I'll say this, for the congregation, we never hear pushback. Okay. So I've never heard them say, sure. never heard anybody, never any of our staff has said, you know, they're tired of hearing about next step because what we do is we make it so normal for everything yep. that the class doesn't feel antiquated. It right. feels just married to the, the culture mm -hmm. for the staff that that is a real thing. Mm -hmm. uh, we implemented this system about three years ago yep. and it was a, a growth barrier for us. So like you're talking fast growing churches, that's who we modeled after. Mm -hmm. And the number one group of people that we had to get through the, the, the boredom factor was the staff. <laughs> it's so true. And so, and, and it's real. And what we say a lot is, you know, staff members, we're creative and we're entrepreneurial most of the time in a fast moving church. And so you're always wanting to rewrite the content or you want mm -hmm. to freshen it up somehow. And we just have to say, listen, you might get bored, mm -hmm. but you know, it's part of it because yep. for everybody that goes through this class, they're only going to go through it one time in yep. their entire life cycle at mm -hmm. our church. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we learned a lot from like Church of the Highlands mm -hmm. and, and North mm -hmm. Point, mm -hmm. and they teach, they've taught the same thing for years. Yep. And it's just, they understand the machine of it. Yep. And so they're just okay with that piece of it. But it is a real thing we have to fight. Yeah, absolutely. I know um, a part of what, you know, trying to articulate to our teams saying, listen, there are new people every weekend. A church, most yeah. churches, the problem isn't that they don't have enough guests coming. The problem is they're not getting them to stick and stay. And so there are people yeah. coming every weekend. And so we want to get in front of those people consistently when they're ready for them to say, okay, I'll take that next step. Do you have any sense of yeah. how long from, say, first-time guest to – you know, them, you know, just even anecdotally, just what that feels like. Is it people yeah. are jumping into next steps after a month or two, or what does that look like? We'll do kind of a, a loose survey in the room, like yeah. how many of you have been here for a month, two months, six months. Mm -hmm. And it, it's a pretty even spread. I would mm -hmm. say the sweet spot is probably six weeks. Yep. Uh, that That's about right because they've heard about it twice right. since then. And so they've, they've had a, enough time to really make a judgment call on, do I want to be connected? And usually... You know, if people want to get connected to the church, they're going to make that call within the first two months. Right. Uh, they've got to have a lot of baggage otherwise, you right. know, if, if they're coming in with that. But usually they're not going to try it the first week or two, but right. probably within six weeks, they'll give it a shot. Cool. So from there, you know, obviously you're taking, you're saying, you know, get on a team, get in a group. Uh, what does that look like? What does that next step of coming out of next, the next step class look like? So coming out of next step class, uh, what we do is we either schedule a conversation with a small group. Mm -hmm. So that's that's done typically through a, a staff member or one of our lead volunteers that connects them to a small group. Mm -hmm. And that's just all about finding their fit, you know, who, what stage of life they're in, all that type stuff. Mm -hmm. But then the, the next step towards serving is that we schedule what we call a first serve. Mm. So the last 10 minutes of every class is actually spent with volunteer leaders. Mm. So we bring, we bring all of the ministry teams represented uh, up to the front of the room 
we they introduce themselves, they talk about their deal, mm -hmm. and then we just say, hey, we're going to take about ten minutes. You guys go connect with one of the or two of these leaders that you you know are mm -hmm. want to connect with. Mm -hmm. And they may take them on a tour. Mm -hmm. It may it's very brief. Like mm -hmm. if it's a tech team, they might walk in the back and just kind of see the the flow of everything. Mm -hmm. And then right then in the room, we schedule a first serve. <laughs> and a first serve is like a it's like a serving date. Yep. You know, it's, you show up and we say, hey, there's you know no no stress. We want you to blend in. We have for every team, we have a coordinator who their sole responsibility on that volunteer team is that they first are serve. over first mm -hmm. serves. Yeah. And that makes it where that person can just observe and stand in the back. And if they like it, then, hey, we'll put you on the team. If they don't, they'll come back into the queue and we'll find another team for them to connect with. Are they, um, are the first serves experiences, are those happening every week, basically? So there might be people, you know, on any yeah. team on any given Sunday? Yeah, they happen every week. And we, we leave that up a little bit to the teams. Yeah, let so the teams like kind of define that. Yeah, so if they would rather have once a month and just mm -hmm. do all of them at one shot. But what I find is if, if they don't schedule it for like the next week or two, there's probably going to be a drop-off rate. Right. So uh, we like to schedule them within the next week or so. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's very cool. So then what's next from there? Let's say I'm, I've am i got plugged in. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm on a team now. I'm in a group. Things yeah. are moving along. What, where would I go next from there? So where you do, what you do is you enter onto a team mm -hmm. as you know the sitting creative, but we we call all of those people volunteers. Like nice. that's that's entry level. <laughs> yes. Okay, and and a lot of this is internal language, yep. so they don't know that they're labeled this way. Yep. And what we have is we wanted to create a space for people that no matter where they were in their walk with Christ or their maturity level spiritually, they had a place to belong on a team. Mm -hmm. So you can enter a team and listen. And we hold this loosely, you know, you can be living with like very much in process. Yep. So there can be some some sin in your life or some mm -hmm. issues or mm -hmm. some baggage, but you've got a place where you can belong. Now, mm -hmm. obviously, like not every team has a lot of those, right. you know, it, depending on where somebody's at. If it's a kids ministry team or a student ministry team and there's a there's a real issue there, we may navigate them somewhere else. Mm -hmm. But most teams have a, a like a low hanging fruit area. Right. So you're going to serve. Just, you're going to show up. Let me underline that. So I think the thing, again, um, one of the differences between churches that are making an impact and, and those that maybe are struggling is a lot of times, and it's so ironic, like I'll talk with a church of like 75 people and I'm like, well, what does it take to volunteer here? And they're like, yeah. well, you have to have been here for a year right. and you have to <laughs> sign out this, fill out this covenant and right. you have to, you know, like all these, you know, t you know, 12 steps you've got to jump through. Yeah. And then a church like yourselves or and so many churches out there that are making a difference. It's like, what do I need to sign up? Well, if you want to serve next weekend, that's great. Yeah, like, you're in. Exactly. Yeah, we'd love to have you, you know. Exactly. Which is, and it's an open posture. It does, there, you know, there may be people who are listening and they get a little freaked out by that. But what it does is it creates more opportunities to, for you to have interaction with people, regardless right. of where they're at in their spiritual journey. Exactly. That's spot on. And so what we don't, and we're very intentional with, with like the language internally, yep. we don't necessarily look at those people as leaders. Right. We look at them as volunteers, and yes. I think that's where a lot of churches get tripped up. Yep. Is is not every volunteer is a leader, yep. and not every leader is a volunteer. So you, you know you got to kind of figure that out. But what we feel like is in those volunteer that season for a person mm -hmm. that we're just wanting to watch. Mm -hmm. We want to observe you. We want to see what your relationship with the Lord's like. We want you to connect with other people on the team. We want you to grow in your faith. 
So there's a lot of observation that goes on there. Mm -hmm. And then if you show just a little bit of leadership potential, Mm -hmm. we may come to you and have a conversation and say, hey, listen, uh, we would like you to just just consider like maybe moving to the next level of becoming a leader on the team. Mm -hmm. And what that looks like is is you need to start to learn like some Mm self-leadership, like you need to learn uh, some just some initial like communication skills and people skills mm-hmm. we and so we have something called a launch class mm. that if, if we invite you to be a leader on the team mm-hmm. you're going to attend a launch class and those yep. happen about four times a year okay and that talks to them about like our leadership covenant it talks to them about uh, what self-leadership looks like how we don't want to be a stumbling block for people. It's where we pull the curtain back a little further on what it means to be a leader. Mm. And we start the process. And from that moment on, we train every leader, no matter where they are on the pipeline, around five skills. Mm. Communication, self-leadership, people skills, conflict management, and how to communicate vision. Mm. Cool. And so from, from the jump, they're they're working on those things mm-hmm. and and it some of it is done classroom style some of it is done like team wide but mm-hmm. most of it is done individually okay so if you're a leader on a team that's what we're training you on and then if you show a little bit more skill mm-hmm. we would approach you about becoming a team leader okay. and what that yep. means is you go from leading yourself to leading a smaller group like five to 10 to 15 people. Team leaders for us are the ones that do all the scheduling. They're the ones that run the huddles, mm-hmm. that type thing. And and then it moves up from there into a ministry team coordinator, mm-hmm. which is somebody who leads really like overall the system. Mm-hmm. They're running mm-hmm. Sunday, mm-hmm. then into a director who is a person at that point who is really pastoring the team. Right. And so, but again, at every level, we're training around five areas. Mm, we don't expand cool. that. We just drive deeper down in those five skills. Mm, that's very cool. The thing I love about what you've done there is really streamlined and clarified across multiple areas. You know, this is kind of how we're structured. Um, yeah. Now, the launch class, kind of give me a, a bit more sense. Can you flesh that out a little bit more? I like that, that sure. it's quarterly. Um, yeah. You know, that's kind of a, a, a cool thing. They're going to tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah. So what happens is, again, it's invite only. Mm -hmm. And so we'll we'll bring a leader in. And and typically, you know, you'll have, let's say, as low as five people, Mm -hmm. as high as 30. So that's for us, our size, that's kind of where we would land. We probably would not do it if we had less than like five people. Right. So we would we would reschedule. Um, but you come into launch class and, and what we focus on there is the big ideas of leadership from a mm-hmm. faith perspective. Mm-hmm. So, for example, let's say we'll talk to a, a, an individual or the, the group about, OK, if you're checking kids in in children's ministry, that's mm-hmm. your your job. Mm-hmm. And on Saturday night, um, you are belly up to a bar somewhere and you've just had way too much to drink, right? right. Just be getting real practical. Yeah. Then, then a family sees you there and then you come in on Sunday and they're, you're the one checking their child in. Right. We live in, okay, different people live in different parts of the country and mm-hmm. the world. We mm-hmm. live in the South. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to be an issue. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, right. so we just talk about that. You know, yeah. we own it and go, hey, you have to guard those things. We talk about the power of perception. Mm-hmm. We talk about... Um, 
um, living a life of honor. Mm. We talk about how to how to grow and lead yourself, mm-hmm. and we give them like kind of this cue of books to read and podcasts to listen to that are just trying to like grow themselves. Mm-hmm. And so we're introducing that idea to people. Very cool. And and coming out of there, what we really want them to understand is that at that point, the way that they lead is that they guard the unity of the church. That's mm-hmm. number one, and that they guard the perception of leadership in the church mm-hmm. because when people see them people see Jesus. Mm-hmm. You just can't separate the right, two. Right. So that that's where we introduce leadership to them from a Christian perspective. Very cool. Well, if you were to, you know, if there was a church leader that was asking you a question like, man, that all sounds great. I, <laughs> I'd love to start, you know, try, trying to develop a pipeline like this. Um, yeah. Where would you suggest people start? What would be the piece of the puzzle that they should, you know, start, you know, kind of start the journey with? That's a great question. I would start with the next step class. Right. Like I would start by like most churches and we were this way too. Mm -hmm. around a thousand people. Mm -hmm. We started realizing we've got way too many platforms for people to connect. Right. And it just and it feels like you're offering more options. So Mm -hmm. more people should connect. But the opposite happens. Mm -hmm. And if you listen to any Mm -hmm. strong leader, they'll say that. Mm -hmm. So I would start with the next step class and I would find a sweet spot for you. Mm-hmm. Um, meaning you may do it once a month. Mm-hmm. You may do it once every other week. I probably wouldn't increase more than every other week. Right. I, I'll s- start with, you know, that or mm-hmm. once a month. Mm-hmm. Stretching out quarterly. Um, if you do that, you're just missing a lot of new people. Cause again, yep. they're going to give you about six weeks mm-hmm. before they want to connect. Mm-hmm. And you, miss that boat if mm-hmm. you stretch it out to 12 weeks. Mm-hmm. But I would start with that and I would just uh, look at that as, hey, we're going to connect them to everything through this. The other thing that I would say is is reduce your like next steps out of that class. Mm. So if you have too many things, so like, for example, hey, come to next step class, we're going to pitch you groups, serving, women's ministry, men's ministry, youth ministry, like mm. scratch all that. Right. Pick, pick two, right? Just pick two. Pick, right. pick the ones that actually get people in the flywheel, mm-hmm. and, uh, and go from there. That's very cool. That's that's great advice. I hope you're listening in. When when you made that transition, one of the other um, friction points can be. Like some ministry, I'm going to pick on kids ministry because, you know, I could pick on anyone, but I'm going to pick on them for a second. Let's, so let's say you're, yeah. we go to, okay, um, we need, we're the only way you can get plugged in is to go through next steps. Typically, you know, our friends in kids ministry are amazing at recruiting partly because they yeah. need so many people. Right. Um, you know, I have seen where there's then resistance from a team like that saying, whoa, 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 wait a second. Like. I don't want somebody else being the the primary place where people can get. I want to be able to hunt down my own volunteers. How have yeah. you guys dealt with that tension? So it, it's a give and take. Like yep. you're more than welcome to go recruit. In fact, we say you're still like you as an individual are still the best recruiter. Mm. So shoulder tapping never goes Absolutely. out of style. Yeah, 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 totally. Um, and what can happen is is this is where we're loose with it. So mm. let's say you recruit a children's ministry worker and they come hang out with you on a Sunday and all that. Great. That's totally cool. Mm-hmm. But before they actually get on a team, right. they have to come through next step. Yeah. So if if you recruit somebody and the weekend they can show up is the weekend we don't have next step, cool. Just wait another weekend and they can come then. Right. But at some point they have to go through it. So it, right. it doesn't have to be the first step. Mm-hmm. But it does have to be a next step right. at some point, yeah, that and so that, that's how we would answer that. That makes sense. Is there anything else you want to share uh, with us before we move on with the rest of the episode? 
No, I think that's good, man. I, I would just encourage uh, church leaders, especially if they're hitting against a growth barrier, mm-hmm. that that tension between discipleship and leadership development doesn't need to be a tension. Uh, they're really married. So, so don't try to divorce the two. This is the Unseminary Podcast. Stuff you wish they taught in seminary. Well, we're going to jump into the lightning round, that part of the episode where we ask similar questions of everybody that's on the show. Today, I'm super honored and privileged to have Kevin Lloyd with us uh, from Stevens Creek Church. Uh, Kevin, what is an online resource you've been using these days that's been helping you in your ministry? Uh, well, I, right now we're, we're doing this call on Skype, yes. but I've used, I've used Zoom, which is a, a digital meeting yes. uh, platform similar to Skype. Yep. I like it. Uh, mm-hmm. You're able to share content with people and bring things on the screen. And so that's been good for me. Another one that's been help, helpful for our church is Right Now Media. Mm. Uh, right now, media is, is pretty hot, and uh, mm-hmm. there's a reason. It's just it's good stuff. So, like mm-hmm. when you're building a leadership pipeline, you can actually build mm-hmm. a leadership pipeline via Skype and yeah. uh, via um, right now uh, media, right now media, and mm-hmm. resource people that way. Very cool. Uh, what's a uh, book you've read in the last I don't know maybe six months to a year that's been shaping your thinking or ministry? I just read this book, and we're actually working on maybe crafting a series around this called Breaking Busy. Mm. Uh, I don't remember the author's name. It's a female author. She's fantastic. She's a believer. Mm. Every uh, every chapter almost reads like a, a longer sermon. Mm-hmm. And it's just talking about how you can find your voice and find your rhythm in a world of chaos. And mm. I think it's pretty, it's pretty relevant for where we are right now. That's cool. Uh, that one, and then a book called a business book called Scaling Up, mm-hmm. uh, which is That's just talking book. about yeah, it's a good book. It just talks about how how businesses build for scale. And mm-hmm. one of the questions, uh, our church is probably tired of me saying this, but I always <laughs> ask the question: Does it scale? Right. Does it scale, or are you the system? Right, right. And so that's really helped us in in growth patterns. Very cool. Good. Uh, What's another ministry that you're looking to these days that's inspiring you? Locally, uh, we're right down the street from Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And so uh, one of the churches that is Atlanta-based that I really like what they're doing is Gwinnett Church. Mm -hmm. They're one of the the partners or campuses of North Mm -hmm. Point. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jeff Henderson, Mm -hmm. who's like a former marketing guy from Chick-fil-A, is the pastor there. Mm -hmm. They're sharp. I mean, they're doing creative stuff, mm-hmm. uh, very different than what's normal. Mm-hmm. And then outside of the East Coast, uh, there's a church in Colorado called Red Rocks Church. Mm-hmm. Great church. It's just really strong. They're doing multi-site well. They're reaching millennials well. Uh, man, you talk about built to scale. They're one of them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so those are two that I'm learning from. Cool. Uh, if you could get 15 minutes with any leader alive, who would you want to get that with and why? I would I would choose George W. Bush. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. yeah, and and not just because he has a southern draw like I do, <laughs> but, uh, which we would be similar, you know. Yeah. But it's not that. It's uh, here's my deal with Bush. I feel like of every president mm-hmm. that at least in my lifetime, I've he's the one that I've watched deal with pressure the best. Mm because we were all around when 9-11 happened and in the the weeks and months and years that followed. And I feel like in the window of time, right on the heels of 9-11, he led through pressure better than anybody I've ever seen. And I feel like whether it's church leadership or leadership in general, Mm -hmm. one of the breaking points for capacity with leaders Mm -hmm. is how they handle pressure. Mm, And I would just be interested in knowing, okay, tell me the story. How did you process that? How did you move past that? Very cool. Well, I'm sure, uh, you know, leading at the church just takes a lot of time, effort, energy. And, you know, when you just want to kick back, relax, have some fun, uh, what is it that uh, that you do for fun? 
Uh, I like to do a lot. I like to do anything uh, adventurous. My, my family and I are into to just stuff that gets your blood pumping a little bit. Yep. So probably my, my number one favorite thing is to surf. Oh, nice. Obviously, if you look at a, a map, Augusta is not near an ocean. So <laughs> we have to drive a little bit. But I love to do that. Love to work out. Love to go uh, rock climbing, do a little skiing every now and then. But just anything outside nice. that has a little bit of adventure or sometimes danger to it. Cool. I, that <laughs> why don't you tell us about lead bravely um and then also give us if people want to get in touch with the church or with you how, how can they do that yeah lead bravely uh, was just born out of my passion for leadership uh, mm-hmm. i feel like it's one of the the things that kind of takes a back seat sometimes in, in church world and mm-hmm. there's a lot of incredible people like yourself who are blazing a trail in that regard mm-hmm. but I, I just wanted a place that could uh, help resource pastors help connect pastors help coach pastors and lead bravely is that it's it's a website leadbravely.org mm-hmm. uh, I'll have some blog posts on there that that just try to speak to a pretty broad spectrum mm-hmm. of what it means to lead, mm-hmm. and uh, and then I'll also throw some resources on there, whether it be purchased or free, mm-hmm. uh, that someone can get, and uh, and so that's that's really what Lead Bravely is all about. So I would love for people to connect with that and go to that website, and and then as a church, uh, I would love for you to check out our church website. It's mm-hmm. StevensCreekChurch.com, mm-hmm. and uh, you can find me on there and and watch sermons, and I, we have our entire services that are online. So if you want to watch just start to finish how a church like us operates you can see that on there as well nice that's great yeah i'd encourage you to to, to lean in and check out lead bravely it's great resources there and if you want to access kevin he does provide coaching um and you should give him a call and you know i'm sure he could help you as you're uh you know maybe facing a ceiling that you're trying to wrestle through even with this leadership pipeline today that would be a great practical next step like hey i want to d- dive deep and how do we get our next steps class going yeah. he actually provides coaching i'll help you think through those kinds of issues so i appreciate you being on the call today kevin thank you so much for being on the podcast hey man it's an honor thank you thank you for tuning in to this week's unseminary podcast don't be shy we'd love to connect check out unseminary inbox you can sign up at unseminary.com and we'll send you helpful training resources every week plus you'll gain immediate access to our exclusive members area with tons of resources you can use connect with rich on twitter at Rich Birch or through email rich at unseminary.com Don't forget to check out the show notes for this episode at unseminary.com It includes links to what we talked about today and more. Leave a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Did you enjoy today's episode? Drop by iTunes and leave a review. Thanks again for tuning in to this week's Unseminary podcast. Join us next week when we'll learn more stuff we wish they taught in seminary.